We're your hosts, Emily Kosofsky and Emily Oliveira, and you're listening to Soul Shine, the act of being fucking awesome. This is a conversation between a therapist and a hairdresser about being human. Yellow? Are you in the yellow? I believe I'm in the yellow. We're in the yellow. We're in the red. We're here. We're here. Now. Now. What time is it? It's now o'clock. Here you go. Timing us? A bit. Yeah? For yourself? Oh, well. The time is right there, too. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I can't see it from here. Oh. Oh, so it's like your own thing. I'm like, it's right there. Hello, everyone. Hi. Okay. Soul Shine. Welcome the to Soul Shine. fucking awesome. Hold we on. are excited. <laughs> Sorry. No I, problem. Someone good. had to get rid of some gum. Yeah, you can't be chewing gum and ruffling papers. I, so I've been listening to our podcast like mm. sporadically. Listening to me fucking turn pages in the notebook. Oh my God. That's annoying. Well, can I stop you in the... Mo- do, you, do you? Can you give me permission to say... Anything you want. Well... <laughs> No, seriously. Okay. Okay. I don't have anything to say right now. Oh, okay. I'm glad we're here. Oh, glad good, good, you. good. Um, but, I was like, what do you want to say? You can say anything. Oh, well, just in the moment, I think I'll say, stop ruffling your papers. Yeah. And wrap it up. Right? Okay. We're good. We're good. Gum is out. Gum is out. Topic's on. Topic today. Super excited. Ram Das. Ram Das. If I knew how to do sounds, I would. If you... <laughs> If you haven't heard of him already, I'll brief, maybe we'll just, I'll do a brief bio to start and then we can like launch in on what resonates most about what Ram Dass, what this guy had to say. All right. I'm interested of how this conversation is going to go. Me too. Always. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm glad. Okay. Ditto. Okay. So he was born Richard Alpert. He was. Confirmed. Okay, you know, we're off to a good like, start. <laughs> I have like mostly stuff like like bio about him, but like didn't even put down that he changed his fucking name. Oh, I have such a great story. Okay, let's get to that. Okay. So he, in earlier in his career, he was definitely known for his research into psychedelics with Timothy Leary. We don't really have time to get into that today, but it is an interesting read if you ever wanted to Well, um, it was in more. 1961 and Harvard, Boston. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo, woo. They quickly put a stop on that in 1963. Um, But when they did the study and people were doing LSD, LSD was not illegal. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It really is. It is. is, It's a good. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good story. Good topic. Um, His first trip was in uh, to India was in 1967. Mm -hmm. And there is where he meets his guru. Maharaji, mm, who mm, gave mm, him mm, his mm, name. Mm. Now, this Does is the little Ram story. He t- does have a meaning. Well, sorry. Okay, this story. is the story. He t- it's like <laughs> so sweet. So I'm I'm talking mostly from my recent experience of rewatching Going Home on Netflix, mm. which is a short film about being. Is how it's described. I seen that. It's great. Yeah. It's so worth a on watch. Netflix? Mm-hmm. Going home? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he tells a story. He's out in nature. You know, Ram Das is post-stroke at this point. Um, and he's looking so peaceful in his wheelchair by a garden. And he tells the story of uh, 
Hanuman. And Hanuman is a loving servant, a child of nature. And I don't know exactly who Ram is, but Ram, this is a story he tells. <laughs> okay. Just go with me here. All right, I'm following. Thank you. Ram said to Hanuman, what are you, monkey? Because it's like this really great monkey statue. Look it up. We'll, we'll put it, we'll post it. Okay. Um, and the, and Hanuman responds, when I don't know who I am, I serve you. When I know who I am, I am you. Mm. Love that. Who was that? Just I don't a know. I didn't guy realize. in a garden talking to Ramdas. Well, so he feels that Ramdas. I I guess he really resonates with Hanuman. Yeah, and he just really loves that. That's like part this background story of the name that he was given. So he just really, in 1967, he says he when he met Maharaji he felt unconditional love like mm. towards him and it back. And it was just such a pivotal identity moment so to be given this name and have this background story and to, to resonate on such a spiritual level. And of course this time he had already been doing the psychedelic research um, and he had already had some grasp on um, spirituality oneness. on a different plane and oneness. Yeah. What did you say about identity? It was such an identity moment because I want to question that. Pivotal. Like changing identity mm -hmm. into essentially well, no identity. Right. Yeah. Like that's, a, that's an amazing way to put it. Right. And yeah. I said before, like his life was a dance between power and love. Right. Where before it was about the bankroll and then he realized everything was about love and, and oneness. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I struggled with that for so long because sometimes the word love is just like too fluffy to me. It's like, oh, love and peace and, and, oh, la, la, la. and like, no, like that really is fucking, you know, dope. But it's like mm -hmm. the word love didn't translate into me the way I understand what he means by, you know? Yes. I, I think I know what you mean. Um, do you? I think because <laughs> that made no sense. Well, just <laughs> this idea of there being um, that, that again, even with love, that there's a love that we can all share. That's not mixed like, with any, I don't know, preconceived notion of what love is. I feel like it's almost like I like the word accepting slash understanding better. So it's like mm -hmm. when you really accept the idea that you get when you're on, say, LSD or chasing this spiritual high that like we really all are fucking one. But it's like when you actually understand that and yeah, like if you take enough acid, you can see that. It's so fucking weird. But it's like to understand that and then to accept that is essentially love. Mm -hmm. But it's like when I personally just hear the word like, you know, with love and the light. And I'm like, those words don't resonate with me. But I get you know, it. But uh, I get them. So let me tell you this. I recently said I love you to a client. Yeah. And before becoming a therapist in the way that I am now, I would have thought it was so weird and, and cringy to think of using that word towards a client. That it would just be, you know. Um, inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But I was, I, 
I was using it in exactly the way that you mean. I was trying to say to this person, and we've been working together for a while and, and, you know, we talked about it and everything. So not a newbie. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) It's just how I end my sessions. (laughs) Um, But it was exactly to say like, I see you, I accept you. I'm with you. Yeah. I see the oneness in us and you're safe. Like it was a way to say all of those things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But mm-hmm. it came out of your mouth as I love you. Like that would never just love you. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe. I don't know. I'll let you know. Okay. That's cool though. That's cool. So the first time he does mushrooms, um, and obviously in today's podcast, we're going to be focusing just on the point Drugs. of his. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just kidding. Um, his time a- after he became Ramdas. Yes. And the first time he did mushrooms, he says he described it as being able to see that radiance is on the inside. Mm. And that said, that was the catalyst to him endeavoring to understand the spiritual journey. Yes. What that is, what that looks like. Um, and also his smile. Did you look at any pictures or watch any video with him? Yeah, I've seen a bunch of stuff with him. He smiles slowly. It's like it, it's yes. like it rolls through his body and then yes. he's like. Yes, that's what it is. It's a full body smile. Yeah. You know how you just look for the realness of a smile in somebody's eyes? I mean, yeah. you know, you do not have to question his smile. No, you, you see it like go in his eyes oh. and then run through his veins. And it, then it's like the smile doesn't happen at the mouth. It like starts. Yes. Here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because it's pure joy. Well, you know what, too? He's actually like fucking listening. Mm-hmm. You and know? seeing yeah. and just being. Yeah. 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 And when you're not hyper-focused about anything else, like, am I smiling enough? Did I smile at the right time? I'm in this, on this meeting. Did I do it? When, when you actually sit and listen to someone and like acknowledge what they say, you're like, hmm. Yeah. Ram does. Good smile. Good yes. guy. Yes. Right. I t- and yeah, that energy, like how can that energy not resonate? Right. Um, I was just thinking that over recent years, people have asked me about my beliefs, you know, just generally and um, or more directly, like if I'm atheist or what have you. Yeah. And I don't believe in a God that looks like a white dude with a beard. Mm-hmm. But I do believe I, I oh, over- fucking Middle Eastern anyway. Like, why are we painting some fucking... So bizarre. Some fucking Brad. Jesus looks like fucking Brad. I, you know, just another thing. Off topic. To just be so (laughs) disturbed by. Um, But anyway, (laughs) I always want to be able to clarify that it's it's just more of a belief in the universe, right? Belief in the unfolding. Um, And what he, something he said in this documentary, I was like, yes, that that's it. Thank you. This language. So he says, um, truth, love, consciousness. That's what God is to me. Truth, love, consciousness. Well, that is, that is like, those are forces for me. Exactly. Those are, those are values. Those are living things. Yes. Those are all within us. Yes. That's like the, like the core like the foundation. And then everything over that is just like skin, bones, and ego. But it's like, how do you get people to experience that 
without fucking psychedelics or going to India for fucking seven years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. So our recommendation is. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Well, you should at least go watch this. Watch some stuff on Ram Dass. Because it's like he did a ton of acid. And well, saw why don't we those own? those things? You saw love. What were the other Truth, two love, things? and consciousness. Yes. Like when you can physically see that in front of you, like it's life changing. So it's like, I don't know what I was saying with that. But well, how do we <laughs> internalize this idea? when we also are living in reality yes. of our day jobs and whatever our, our families and, you know, require of us, whatever. Um, yeah. He had this exceptional experience of being in India long-term. Well, it's also interesting because he chased that high, mm-hmm. like he chased that high and he found it. Like it is there. You can achieve the fucking like understanding of fucking life, you know, without all that shit. Well, it's funny. I've been using the term microdosing yeah. with clients, but not in a, you know, use drugs way, but in this, in the vein of let's take the pressure off. You know, it's not that you have to meditate, start meditating 20 minutes a day, seven days a week. You just, just even consider any of this stuff. Watch, watch the preview for this. If you, if you don't have 30 minutes to watch this documentary, Netflix which gives you a you good know, little fucking preview, watch the preview and yeah, see and what resonates. Like three minutes. You know, we've said this before, right? This idea of like happiness is not passive. Mm. It takes work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't say that I, I'm not sure that Ram Dass would say, you know, would even use the word happiness, you know, in this way, but um, oh, I had a thought. Oh, speaking of happiness, mm-hmm. is what'd you just say? Mm. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. So, um, well, we're in the, ta- yeah, I'm in the cow with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take us there. Here we go. We're with you. I'm in the cow with Josh. We're driving. You know, he's trying to make improvements in his life. And he told me, you know, I've been doing these like exhales and I realized that I'm tense all the time. And I'm like, oh yeah, like that's cool. Is that helping? And he's like, you know, it's so hard to X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, no, it's not hard. It's just constant. Mm. It's constant. It's Every day, all day, at every mm-hmm. moment, it's constant. All right, this idea, we're talking about happiness is work. Oh, passive. there we go. That was it. Happiness <gasps> is work. It. So it's like, but happiness isn't hard work. It's not hard work. Everyone's like, it's so hard to do that. It's not hard. It's just constant. So if you understand yes. that you need to constantly be on top of yourself to do easy, small tasks, then at least understand that the constant is hard, not the happiness or not the thing you're trying to work on. That's not actually the hard part. Diets. Oh, diets are so hard. Diets aren't hard. They're constant. You have to constantly make the decision to not fucking eat the cookie. 
You're going to constantly make the decision to not partake in the activities that don't make you happy. You have to constantly be grateful for what's around you. Totally. That's why I love the idea of, I think we've talked about it before, but the elephant and the rider. What's that? So it's this, the, the elephant is your ego impulse, fear factor, mm-hmm. inner child. And the rider is the grounded, level-headed, wise part of you. And so to have some awareness when you're making decisions, what is this coming from? Is this coming from the impulsive, mm-hmm. reactive, needy part of me, which sometimes is fine. Mm-hmm. And we decide to go there. Mm-hmm. That's, That's totally fine. And Just then, understand. Right. Right. That you're going there. Mm-hmm. You go there. You go there. Have fun. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't fucking matter. That's your life. But like be aware yep. of it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's something again, like not to bring up Josh again. It's not like he listens anyway, <laughs> but it's like, I bring things up with him sometimes and I'm like, I'm not arguing with you. I just want you to like be aware and it's like, oh, say we get in an argument. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, don't, no, no, don't apologize to me. You need to just be aware. And in the moment, don't let your ego get the best of you. Be like, say whatever it is, go there, you know, do whatever you're doing, but then just stop and be like, oh, I just did that. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's a thing. Huh. I did just do that. Look at me doing these patterns. It's like acknowledge the awareness Basically, you're still on episode one. Yeah. With Josh. You're still on. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He hasn't listened. He hasn't listened. I'm like, okay, well, you could listen to Soul Shine. Uh, I throw it in every once in a while. I'm like, it's a good podcast. Give like me a little direction. <laughs> like, I do have this entire side project <laughs> devoted to these topics. Yeah. It's so interesting, but it's like becoming aware of whatever. Change is hard, but also let's talk about change and what our friend Ram Das says about oh, it. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I loved all of that. No, back to Ram I love Dass. a good Josh story. <laughs> also Josh. loved his hair. Poor Josh, he just died. Okay. So, yes, he says, make friends with change. I thought you would like that because mm. you're so, well. Yeah, but like, why not Rolling with change. Friends with change. Right? When anyone says anything, you go, wait, new perspective. And they're like, oh, I hate change. Change it to, oh my God, you know, like so excited. I try to make people change anxiety to excited. Makes them smile. Like it's so scary (laughs) when you say that. But it's like change. Like imagine if nothing changes. We have a whole episode on change. I don't even need to talk. So anyway, (laughs) make friends with change. (laughs) Like just listen again, people. Um, Well, just... This idea of its inevitability and it's that, right, just that it's going to be part of our small and large experience and thus. Maybe we should have a whole episode on accepting. Oh my gosh. How have we not done that? Right. Okay. Writing it down. down. Especially radical acceptance. Like just accepting, like change is going to happen. Did I say this to you recently? I think I said it to Joey. I said, radical acceptance doesn't mean being a doormat to your emotions. Oh, that was deep. It's, I'd be like, what do you mean? I know. I say so many things. That's the thing. <laughs> I say so many good things. No, no, no. I say so <laughs> many abstract things that, you know, like if you even partially get it, chances are we're a good therapist client match. That's so funny. If you think I just sound Can wacky. you say it again? 
I said, radical acceptance doesn't mean being a doormat to your emotions. Mm. You still have to be an active participant. I have some quote written down. It says, be radical in your thinking. Think outside the box. Experience other things. Like have a different point of view on, on change happening. And again, it doesn't mean you have to be all excited. I think you can add excitement or shift some energy. I'm going to think that 90% of the time you should just get excited. Mm. Find the good in it. Find the good in it. Practice finding the good in something that's about to change. Practice. There's something. And even if it's something that, you know, is a bad change, you know, you don't want to think about fucking people in your family passing away, but it's like, think about the one other part of it. You know what? They're not suffering anymore. There is something in every yin is a yang. So when you experience change, no matter what it is, and no matter how little of time you spend thinking about it, just acknowledge the other side of it. I agree with you. You know, like be radical, be radical. (laughs) (laughs) Good word. Yes. Um, I also thought you would like this. All right. What else? Suffering is grace. Suffering is the sandpaper uh, from the point of view, uh, from the spiritual point of view that is awakening people. Suffering is the sandpaper. (laughs) Thank you for reading that again. (laughs) From the spiritual point of view that is awakening people. So it's It's the rough side. It's the rough side that ends up smoothing. You know, it's, Uh, it's, it's, it's a tool. It's, um, it's a catalyst, right? It's, it's just part of it. Again, it's part of the experience. Is the yang, so, of course, or the yin, or the down, or the up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. right? Because it's all the same, mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, I was so happy to watch this again. I had watched it years ago, the yeah. it being the Going Home documentary on Netflix. Um, and I'm like, man, I liked the. Uh, did you watch the one on Gaia? Becoming nobody. No, I don't think oh, so. Oh man, fucking deep. He opens it and he just like talks about uh like how, not how we're aliens, but it's like, oh, we're like these things that come down to earth and we're here and we have these frontal lobes mm. in our brain that control our our arms and we look at each other mm. and we're like, "Oh, you're this and I'm that" because like it's like you put on this suit. He calls it your space suit, which is essentially mm-hmm. your personality, your ego, your all that. Mm-hmm. You put it on. You look at each other and you just confirm what you think is you or what you want people to see. It's like, I'll tell you, you're a therapist. You tell me I'm a hairstylist. Great. So it's like we all put these suits on that are identities and all this, but... In actuality, it's like those are just our spacesuits that like we put on. Like what really is everything is the energy inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how he opens the Gaia one. Wow. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'll have to watch that one as well. Yeah. We spend our whole lives believing what we've told ourselves 
And society has just agreed with us. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, they don't Too like that. Too many faulty narratives. Yeah. It's just like a story mm-hmm. that we hold on to and chase our entire lives. Well, that is what we're trying to help stop. Yeah. Put an end to that autopilot. Yeah. Let's think yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. That's what I got over here. I got, uh, I got this interesting quote from a man named Bieberman. Mm-hmm. He worked with like Larry and Ramdas. Okay. And this kind of has to go with, doesn't matter. I'm just going to read it. So he's saying about the work that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, it's hard to explain to people who have not taken the drugs just what these good effects are. But they can give you a new perspective on the way you are living and create sensitivity. Mm. You look at life in a completely different way when you're up. And the important thing is to be able to apply this new perspective to your life when you come down. Mm. So it's like the up that you get is that love, light, that connection, that understanding, that acceptance. And it, it's so interesting that it's like these guys tried this back in the day and they're like, holy shit, especially in this era of, you know, hippies and all that stuff. It was like, it's there. So it's like, that's why they studied it to like figure out what does it. Obviously they, you know, get kicked out of Harvard, all this shit. So Ram Dass is like, I know what's inside of us. Would you say the inside glows? Wasn't that some... He said um, he realized that radiance is on the inside. Yeah, like you see that when you like take, you know, LSD, that psilocybin, fucking mushroom, all that shit. It's like... Like the work, honestly, that I feel like these people are doing. And nowadays, 2021, you hear about research going into psychedelics. It's and interesting, micro- right? Yeah, that, like, right. It is like, definitely coming back. Into, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's and, like, and effective for a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, hey, you can't achieve this without these things. But it's like, this is becoming also a part of our fucking world because it's, it honestly well, is so beautiful was, whether it's the meditation or completely i was i'm not telling about you do that. drugs but well it's it, but just even entertaining the idea then i think invites a, a new language you know what would it mean to be so i don't know open right open to say nature or other people right? and then experience that on a deeper level i think it i think it is possible so of course not feel it like you're, you know, on the drug, but I think it can open up. That's a great way to say it. Or um, I loved what you said before, that phrase of create sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a fucking mm-hmm. soft spot. It mm-hmm. gives you a soft spot for the world because you, when you finally understand how everything is so connected, mm-hmm. you get a soft spot because you can't be hard because Everything is one. So if you're hard in this aspect, and that means you're hard there too, you know? You judge someone on their shit, that's essentially you judging you on your shit. 
And that leads all right. back to fucking ego. Ram but it's Dass like, says without, he's talking about meditation here. Um, without projecting our judgments, of course, we can see everything. Yeah. that That's the openness you're talking about. And he says, people don't seem to know that they are soul. We pinch ourselves to know we're alive in this life. The soul is in the heart level. That's the entry point. I loved that. Yeah. When you start to fucking understand that is when you really enter life, when you really come off autopilot, when you really fucking get it, you really enter. It's so, I don't know, so different. Mm -hmm. So fucking different. And it's constant. Yes. Hmm. What's your timer say over there? What do we got? 28 uh, minutes? 28 minutes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Doing pretty, pretty well. Yeah, should we? Sorry, I messed up the story anything? earlier about his, his name. Albert. Um, Albert. The, whole, the monkey thing. Hmm. No, I liked it. It was okay. good. Okay. It was good. Um, so a few quick recommendations. And then did you, I had something I wanted to close with. I forgot to run it by you early. early. Oh, did we not set an intention? Oh, shit. Okay, let's set a retroactive. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Um, okay, let's do an intention. Okay, well, first, I'm going to think about the intention while I tell, because I told you, but I want to tell everybody about this amazing clock that Ram Oh, Doss yeah, has. yeah, yeah, yeah. We should find a picture of it. Yeah, instead of numbers, it just says the word now 12 times. <laughs> so whatever wherever the hands are, it's now, baby. It's now. I love that. It's right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if that stresses you out and time and all that, well, fucking organize your life a little better because I never stress about time. Organize your shit. Take control. Sorry. It's <laughs> Our now. intention. It's now. Ne oh, never. Um, I would say our intention for, for me, I would be interested, of course, what you think, but would be to contemplate this idea of the radiance that we all have inside. And what it would look like to create sensitivity for our oneness with everything. What? Why are you looking at me like that? What did you just say? Say that again. Our I'm just trying to put it in my words in my head. Okay, go ahead. Basically, oh, okay, so I have our intention is um, to help think from Ram Ram Dass's point of view about this idea of that the radiance is inside. We all have this radiance inside of us. Okay. And what it would look the like energy. to, then I used your language, okay. what it would look like to create a sensitivity, what it would take to create a sensitivity to our shared kind of soul or radiance. Okay. All right. <laughs> what would you say? Um, <laughs> do better. Do better. Okay. Great. Clean your energy and accept other people. That's, that's good. Right. That's kind of what you said. Yes. Saying. Acceptance, love. Yeah. yeah. A couple of quick recommendations. Um, Ramdas.org. Yo, this motherfucker has like so many nonprofits. So many. So I, that's why I want you to check out Ramdas.org. Right. Yeah. Check that shit out. And his book, of course, Be Here Now. Um, and then he also has an entire podcast network that I sent you earlier. I just, I didn't know about it before, but it looks so cool. It's mm -hmm. a compilation of all of these amazing. Oh, is that what you text me? Yeah. All these amazing 
kind of meditation mindfulness people. Um, so his podcast is the here and now podcast. Um, also recommending his mantra, which is just, I am loving awareness. Mm, yes. Use it over and over. Read his book. Be here now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I was just gonna do my ending thing. Go ahead. You go. Oh, before the ending. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you Google people, they give you like, you know, their information and they usually give you their net worth. Oh yeah. Okay. So Ramdas has legit, I want to say like at least six, if not more, like actual nonprofits. Oh, wow. They get the podcast thing. He has books. Um, what was the other thing you just said before? It was the podcast. Doesn't the matter. Like, like Ram Dass is like an empire. Like there's essentially like a Ram Dass oh, empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his net worth. What do you think? I don't know. Well, is it high or low? Well, no. What do you think? With all like, the things he has, like... Like $12 million. $100,000. I was like, sick. Wait, what? Yes, his net worth. Like when he died. $100,000. So all of these things, he just literally... he You can live on, you know... Not a lot of money when you don't really need anything. He literally like all the money he's probably made from all of these things. A hundred thousand dollars. So not 12 million. Right? Crazy. What a good guy. What a good guy. I mean, talk about um, living what you preach. Yeah. Hell yeah. Respect. All right. Cool. Just want to throw that in there. A little fun fact. Um, And you're closing. Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, When you're in your soul and you love something, the things become melding. So you love something and you become one with it. Mm. All of us, one. One. Just one. Mm -hmm. Just one. Mm -hmm. Only one. That's the end. Yeah. May his soul reincarnate in wonderful ways. Oh, I'm sure it will. How I have I no doubt. I have no doubt. No, of course not. Of course not. All right, here we go. Soul Shine. Soul Shine podcast. That was it. That was nice. Yeah. I'm so, glad we talked about him. Yeah, me too. I like Ram Dass. Me too. All right. Yeah. Okay. Soul Shine. See ya. Soul Shine at Soul Shine podcast. Soul Shine at gmail.com. Contact us. What? <laughs> Those you are have things. the closing thing, but don't you have the closing thing? You just add on there. Does it say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have it all. Oh, cool. You have a great ending. Oh, great. You just plug it in there. All right. Well, so listen to my voice to in a minute. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Soulshine Podcast. You can email us at soulshinepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear ideas for future shows and even get you on here to shoot the shit and tell us your story. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And most importantly, don't forget to let your soul shine.